Welcome, I'm David Nelson, host of the Traders Network, broadcasting worldwide for CBS and iHeartRadio. Virtual reality? You've probably heard the term, but what about augmented reality? While many on the inside believe that this is the next big thing and could literally be an addressable market of nearly a half a trillion dollars. Marcus Weller and his company Scully have literally taken this technology right to the edge with the launch of their very first product, a motorcycle helmet dubbed the AR-1. If you ride a motorcycle, or even if you're thinking about just purchasing one, well listen up, because this could save your life. Marcus, welcome. Thanks so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me. Pretty exciting stuff. I look at something like this. This is like Top Gun, you know, for, for guys who ride motorcycles. You know, I just wanted to tell the viewers, I put this on Facebook, on my feed, and I said that I was going to be interviewing you today. I was just flooded with emails with, with friends of mine that ride motorcycles wanting to, you know, find out what this is, exactly where can I get it, can I buy one now. Is it out on the market yet? It is out on the market now. Um, we just began shipping in December of 2015, and we're ramping up to full-scale production. Our, Typical issue has been um, just catching up with the amount of demand. We've got 50 million views on our videos online and an enormous amount of demand from the, from the motorcycle industry. As an investor, you know, when you see something like this, you know, dollar signs kind of click off. You had a pretty exciting you know, funding round. Uh, I saw some of the numbers out there. Walk us through that for our viewers because it happened pretty quickly. What happened initially is that we, um, we, we brought it on stage at Demo Fall 2013 and we announced it. And that weekend we had 20,000 people sign up as beta testers via our website. It even crashed our website. And so we realized that there was a lot of consumer demand. We opened it up a little more, 150,000 people applied. And then we launched an Indiegogo campaign to basically quantitatively validate the product market fit. Our goal was a quarter million dollars and we hit that goal within six minutes and then became the fastest company to a million and, and then later uh, raised two and a half million uh, on that campaign. And so the next steps for us was to raise some venture capital and so we raised 11 million dollars from Intel uh, as well as Riverwood and Formation That's a pretty big name to throw out there, a company like Intel, you know, that kind of adds a lot of validity to something like this. Yeah, it's, it's probably one of the greatest opportunities since mobile. What's happening is the user experience is actually moving to the head. So, you know, we saw a lot of wearable technology that emerged recently, and as that's happened, technology's advanced with optics. And so now we're getting to a point where we can make mass consumer devices that take digital information and overlay it on the physical world in your real life. So this is different from virtual reality in that it's creating a virtual environment. This is augmented reality. It's augmenting your actual physical environment. You know, you brought up a, an important term because it's a term that most of our viewers probably are more familiar with. Uh, virtual reality and I think of it when I think of virtual reality I think of entertainment all right and when I think of augmented reality I think of something that can help me right now in the real world I am I thinking that right that's exactly right so augmented reality is focused on enhancing your life right now in the current moment and the way that Scully does it is we focus on cognitive load or reducing the amount of mental processing you need to do to accomplish the tasks that you're doing. It's pretty obvious to me that somewhere down the line this is going to go well beyond you know, the sports enthusiast and beyond, beyond helmets. But let me take it back to the economics. You, know, you had a very exciting uh, initial set of rounds. We talked about that in, in, the, in the first segment. But one of the things that really struck me while you were talking is that when you get such an exciting reaction from a group of investors 
it's almost a form of validation. Did, did you feel that? Did you feel like I've really got something when that happened? It was a pretty transformative moment for the company to see you know, so much outpouring of support out of the gate. I think what it told us above anything else was that you know, we had struck on an idea that was in the hearts of a lot of people. It was in the imaginations of people that have been following science fiction, Iron Man, Terminator, Top Gun. I mean, we've all kind of thought about and fantasized about having that kind of technology at our fingertips. And so that was the really exciting thing about this is that we got to take something that was like science fiction and, and manifest it, bring it into reality. Using something like a crowdfunding source where you get excited people seeing a product and they want to be involved in this, it's got to be a lot more rewarding than dealing with your typical investment banking firm. Yeah, I mean, I think raising money from the consumer directly is a very exciting way to validate a business. It fills the whole team with an energy and a charge and really helps you realize why you're doing it in the first place. And I think those are the, the, the key sort of quantitative things that investors want to see anyways, is that people are willing to put up the money and buy the product. It shows that you have the right product market fit. So walk me through some of the features of the helmet. So what you'll see, the first notable, most notable feature is the heads-up display. And so that shows a virtual image that floats That's out. That thing that looks like a little TV set in there, right? Exactly. And so that virtual image floats out in front of the rider and is kind of like a hologram. You can see through it. Even when it's open. That's right. Even when the visor's open. And it focuses at infinity, which is a really important part. So when you're looking far away, it looks far away. When you're looking up close, it looks up close. So when you're looking at, at something off in the distance, you're still seeing that rear view very easily. Exactly. You're not forced to refocus constantly. Correct. That, that's amazing. And, and what about the, the, the 360 de degree view behind the rider? How does so that work? The other feature that it has here is a 180 degree blind spot camera. And so what that does is it shows the entire field of view all around the rider, not just behind, but the entire field of view in 180 degrees. That means that it basically overlaps with the rider's biological peripheral vision. You know, I'm a pilot. You know, I fly, I fly planes and I think of situational awareness. It's a pretty important thing. And, and I think for motorcycle enthusiasts out there, riding out there, there's a lot of danger all around you. Is uh, situational awareness a big part of this product? Situational awareness is key for this product. So you see your entire environment. There are no blind spots for the rider. You know, I, I look at a product like this, and for me, a, a, as a consumer, this is more the type of product that, the kind of thing you would expect for the military. Almost like what a Navy SEAL might use, the kind of things that pilots, uh, Top Gun pilots, would use the kind of information that they're able to get literally on a heads-up display. You're offering, you're trying to bridge that divide right, right to the consumer. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you look at like the heads-up display helmet for the F-35, that's a $400,000 helmet. And for our viewers, the F-35 is the latest joint strike fighter. It's a pretty advanced aircraft, a lot of money. A lot of money, and what's really important for those fighters is to have situational awareness to keep them safe and to help them do their job. And so the same goes for motorcyclists. It's an opportunity for us to apply this new technology, augmented reality, to help people uh, stay safe and save their lives. You know, one of the things I saw in a video, and you just mentioned it a couple of minutes ago, you were talking about the GPS. And when you're watching the demonstration, you're hearing what's going on inside the helmet. It's not just about the visual. And I could hear a voice talking, and it was not that dissimilar to like what I get from like an iPhone. 
Is, is that coming from the software in the helmet, or is it connecting to an iPhone? Can you walk us through that? So it has a software ecosystem. Simply stated, it runs an operating system on the helmet, and it also leverages the operating system on your phone. So it connects to the smartphone via Bluetooth. It also connects to other intelligent vehicles in the surrounding area. So it is broadcasting your relative position. So vehicles that can perceive vehicle-to-vehicle -vehicle communication like wireless communication, uh, will be able to recognize that there's a motorcyclist nearby. And that will help with the challenge of motorists not seeing motorcyclists on the you road. You know, I'm not thinking in terms of hard dollars here, but I'm just running it through my head. There's a lot of motorcycle riders out there. In most states, you're either mandated uh, to, to, to wear a helmet. Do we have any idea the potential market in terms of the number of users that could use even just this very first product? Well, what we know right now is that there's about 20 million motorcycle helmets sold every year. 20 million. That creates a very, very large market. A lot of people confuse niche with narrow. And although motorcycle helmets specifically are a niche, it just means it's specific, but the market opportunity is enormous. It's a multi-billion dollar market opportunity. And that's just with applying augmented reality to motorcycle helmets alone. Motorcycle helmets on their own, they're not that cheap. So I guess the question that I would put to most people riding a motorcycle, why wouldn't you spend you know, maybe a few hundred dollars more to maybe with something that could actually save your life? Yeah, that's what's been interesting looking at this industry is that it's basically remained unchanged for about the last seven decades. So you have foam and plastic shells that prevent a motorcyclist's head from hitting the pavement in the event of an accident. But you've got very little activity that's happening to eliminate the possibility of an accident in the first place, or at least reduce the number of fatal accidents. And by bringing technology to bear on these problems, we can solve a lot of the main drivers of these fatal motorcycle accidents. Marcus, we're throwing around some terms today, like virtual reality and augmented reality. You know, How did you first come up with the idea? Well, back in 2010, I was riding my motorcycle in Barcelona and I looked to my right to read a street sign. And because I was doing that, I didn't notice that this little red smart car in front of me had actually slammed on the brakes. And so by the time I looked forward, I was already smashing into the back of this car. And so what I realized later in May of 2012, it was a Wednesday in May of 2012, I had this dream that I was using this helmet that had a heads-up display. I was riding along in Barcelona in this dream, and I had GPS maps that were floating out in front of me like a hologram. I realized I was dreaming, and I sat up in bed, and I tried to find this helmet. I pulled, it, I pulled out my laptop, and I tried to find it on the internet looking on Amazon, eBay, Google, even Alibaba, and this was back in 2012, and it didn't seem to exist. And so I realized if I was going to have it, I needed to build it. I'm always very frightened when, when a motorcycle you know, literally zips right in front of me. I didn't see them. I wasn't looking in my mirror. If I had some kind of indication that, that I knew you were nearby, and I would think the same for you as a motorcycle enthusiast. You ride motorcycles. I mean, knowing that a truck is right on your rear end, it's got to be pretty important. It's very important to know what's going on behind and to the sides, and that's what the camera really does. The display itself is really important in how it's architected as well. The display is focused at infinity, this heads-up display. And what that means is when you're looking far away, the display looks far away. And when you're looking up close, it looks up close. That means your eye doesn't need to adjust to see the information in the display. You know, you're talking, this is, in essence, it's, it's a wearable. You know, it's, it may not be an iPhone watch, which is what people normally think of, but it is a wearable, and uh, it's a pretty important space, and, and there are pretty big heavyweights out there. You've got Apple, 
certainly Facebook with their VR approach. Google has been in this space, maybe even Amazon will at some way. And now you, are you concerned that some of these big guys are gonna come in and, and try to copy what you've, what you've pioneered here? Well, I think with wearable technology and particularly in augmented reality where you're wearing it on your head, the user experience is so important. And I think Scully is differentiated in that we focus on cognitive load when we're looking at user experience and how to design the overall experience to make whatever That's you're doing That's a pretty big safer. word, if you can quickly in 10 seconds, cognitive load, what is that? Sure. Cognitive load is basically the amount of processing power your brain needs to put out in order to accomplish a task. Okay. After the success of this, and, and you start to grow as a company, What's gonna be next for you and Scully? I think the most important thing for us is to apply these principles of cognitive load and augmented reality to mass consumer devices. Devices that can be worn all day, every day, and to effectively make our lives simpler, better, and make us more effective at dealing with our daily challenges. I think that's the really exciting part is that you can make somebody basically superhuman by design using this technology as part of the daily routine. Pretty important stuff, and I would imagine at some point this is gonna cross over into some business applications as well, and then we're talking real money. Yeah, I think there's a, a, an enormous amount of opportunity with augmented reality. We're very much looking forward to uh, bringing more and more products to market. For now, customers can go to scully.com and order directly from our website, the Scully AR1. Pretty exciting stuff, Marcus. I think you're gonna be very successful with this. Thanks so much for being with us today. My pleasure, thanks so much for having me. Marcus, thank you. And thank you for joining. By the way, a quick thank you goes out to 1-800-PublicRelations.com for all their PR and media support. Thanks again for joining. I'm David Nelson.